0: 1. I will keep going even when I don't feel like it. Every day I get better. 2. I can heal from past heartache. I am worthy of love, forgiveness, kindness, and compassion. 3. I will make the best decisions for myself even when it doesn't feel like the easy thing to do. 4. Instead of being discouraged by how far I still have left to go, I choose to be grateful for how far I've already come. Five, through it all, I survived. This is Parents of an Angel, The Sound. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Parents of an Angel, The Sound. I'm your host, Caroline Jefferson, the author and founder of Parents of an Angel, a comforting community for grieving parents. I hate that we are connected through something as devastating as pregnancy or infant loss, but I'm also thankful for the opportunity to connect with you and serve you during your healing journey. Like the saying goes, we've been put into a club that no one ever asked to be in, but here we are. I'm going to start by telling you a little bit about myself and then give you a sneak peek into season one of the podcast. Are you ready? I am so sorry, Jeremy and Caroline. Your son's heart is no longer beating. I will give you two some time alone before the doctor comes in to speak with you about next steps and delivery. Again, I am so sorry. That was the day that changed our lives forever. I was 39 weeks pregnant, just a few days shy of my due date. And yes, you heard that right. I was 39 weeks pregnant. In that moment, my husband, well, my boyfriend at the time, but my husband and I, we just cried a loud, painful cry as we just held each other and felt a part of us die with our son. From the day I found out I was pregnant, I started planning the rest of my life with my baby. You know, the first day of school, what sports he was going to play. Was I going to be a soccer mom or a football mom or a band mom? What his first, who his first crush was going to be. I I had already planned out who his first love would be. Uh, High school graduation, law school medical school, acting school, his future marriage, his future children. I I planned all of those things in my head when I found out I was pregnant. And when I found out he died, all of those plans were snatched away from me. And now I had to plan the rest of my life again, just without him in it. That felt like a knife just turning and turning and turning in my heart. And it took a very long time for that pain to stop. In the hospital bed, as I was delivering my son, I felt so lifeless. The only thing I could remember during delivery was that very cold silence when the nurses carried him away and I didn't even get to hear him cry feel his heartbeat or anything because he was born sleeping. We did take pictures together uh, before I left the hospital. And then we had a wake and a memorial, uh, just a very small ceremony with um, our immediate family, our parents and my sister. I, I will forever cherish those moments because those were the last moments that I had with him. And if I could be honest It never felt like it was enough time. I would do literally anything just to have him here with us, but I am grateful, extremely grateful for the bonding time that I had with him when I carried him for nine months. Fast forward to when I was released to go home, I I didn't really know what to expect in terms of Anything, physically, mentally, emotionally, I just, I did not know what to expect. My body still thought that I brought home a living, breathing baby. I was still bleeding for months on end. I still had pain. I was cramping a little. I still released breast milk. Like My body thought that I had a baby. It went through all of the motions as it would after childbirth. However, I was constantly reminded that my son was not here. And through the mental adjustments and the emotional adjustments that my husband and I had to make, it was very challenging for both of us, both together as a couple and individually as a grieving mom and a grieving dad. And so now we had to navigate our relationship as grieving parents, not parents who brought home a brand new baby. Through this experience, the both of us, my husband and I, he's been so great through all of this, but we struggled to find a lot of resources to help us. There were just so many things that we did not expect to feel, things that we didn't expect to hear from people. And through it all, we were able to navigate this unfamiliar territory together and and thrive after that. But during that healing journey, during that grief, and during those dark times, it was so hard for us to find any resources whatsoever. And that is how Parents of an Angel was born. It was created out of that desperation to find the resources and the guidance and the support through what was turning into the hardest moments of our lives. And through my desperation, I made a commitment to help as many other grieving moms and dads as possible to not feel as desperate as I did, to give them the resources that we just could not find through our lowest moments. And that is what you can expect from parents of an angel. It is the uncomfortable conversation. It is the hard truth. It's the transparency. And all of the things that people did not tell me or things that I was not prepared for after losing our son Joshua. So buckle up. No topic is off limits here. This is a very safe space. This is a very transparent place. And the only goal here is to help each grieving family one episode at a time. Oh, hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Parents of an Angel, The Sound. I am your host, Caroline Jefferson. Make sure you visit parentsofanangel.com forward slash connect to receive my free guide, 100 Ways to Remember Your Angel and Heal from Your Loss. And you can get your hands on my new book, Heartache, Healing, and Hope. Remember these three things to carry you through the week. You are not alone. Your feelings are valid. And today is a great day for healing. I love y'all. Be well.